All right, welcome back to this week's Walk and Talk. And you'll notice we're back on the beautiful Isle of Man again today. And today's Walk and Talk will have very minor edits in it. We're not gonna do a heavy edit today because you, if you saw my video yesterday, well, I was feeling a little bit rough on that live stream. Well, it is freezing cold here today on the Isle of Man. I mean freezing. So I've just waited for the sun to come out a little bit so it's later in the day than usual. So that's why I'm gonna do a light edit. But we've got a lot of crazy stuff going on this week. And you know what? If I'd have made this video a few years ago, I think people would be like, oh my goodness, sharing it with everybody else. Look what just happened. Look what just happened today in, in New York with the Palestine protests and everything else. But today everyone's like, oh yeah, okay. Um, what's new here? Every week seems to be a big protest. So we'll get into what's been happening. There's a protest there. There's also, as a result of everything that happened last week in Ireland, there's now a new bill to restrict freedom of speech, which is pretty wild, actually, if you look at the bill. But there was a pro-Palestinian New York City Christmas turning lights on parade that turned extremely violent. And I was watching some of the feeds of this, actually, the videos and stuff, and it is pretty serious business. Uh, pretty crazy. Let me see if I can put some footage in as I'm talking because if I do it as a standalone video, the video will get banned or shadow banned or demonetized and all the other stuff they keep doing. So I'll just put it in as a clip here as I'm walking and you can see what has just happened. But just to uh, warn actually everyone who's going on the the protests and parades and whatever else, they are about to pass a new bill. Uh, this just came out in the New York Times, actually. They said by chanting free Palestine or from the river to the sea, this is now being classed as an anti-Semitic uh, slogan. Yeah, anti-Semitic slogan. And it can carry up to two years prison sentence or a large fine, a criminal record. So to me, that is absolutely crazy. <laughs> to say free Palestine is now classed as hate speech or to call for a ceasefire. How this can be classed as hate speech, I have absolutely no idea. They're really censoring everything now and tightening the net. So and again, it doesn't matter which side the, of the fence you sit on with Israel-Palestine thing. To start censoring everyone's free speech is absolutely crazy. And this is exactly what they've done last week in uh, Ireland as well. So this was another article that's just come out. After the events in Dublin at the start of the week, a bill was introduced to crack down on free speech using the event as justification. The bill criminalizes online material likely to incite violence or hatred. The bill targets a wide range of characteristics, including national or ethnic origin, gender identity, and includes crimes related to xenophobia. So that is the official sort of word that's come out. And I think Conor McGregor, if any of you follow UFC, he was world champion, etc. He is being uh, quite heavily targeted as well now because of his tweets. So there's an investigation into him 
to look at whether it was classed as a hate crime and whether that he incited the violence and uh, all the other things or encouraged it. So the Irish Prime Minister has expressed intentions to modernise laws against hatred. I mean, this gets pretty wild in a minute. This is the, this is the calm stuff. And they're going to be modelling this on the USA bill, the online bill in the USA. Isn't it funny how all of these bills have come online at exactly the same time? USA, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the European Union, and now Ireland. They're all coming online at the exact same time, and they're all using a certain one event or another in order to push it through. Now, I thought this one was really bizarre. Let me read this out to you. Under the new ruling, dozens of Elon Musk's posts will break the law. So they're using Elon Musk as an example. I don't know why. They seem to be pretty heavy on Elon Musk at the moment. So they're saying that dozens of his tweets will break the law. So it would be uh, criminalized under these new bills. But for me, I think one of the absolute worst let me stand here for a second so you can see the lake behind i think one of the worst things that came out this week this was a speech by the irish green party senator pauline o'reilly who said this she actually said this we are restricting freedom but we're doing it for the common good how many times have we heard that before? Another councillor said the following, any Irish citizen who stands against open migration should be clearly and simply labelled as an organised far-right terrorist. This is what a councillor actually said. I mean, this is what worries me at the moment, that you can't uh, speak out against anything because you'll be labelled something or you can get a conviction or a prison sentence or or things like that. Now, for some people, they might say, I don't really care, Neil, if I got a conviction for something like that, so what? Now, the next story then is about the conflict right now on the border between Poland and Ukraine. And I don't mean a military conflict, I mean a economic or political conflict. So, you know what I just realized? I thought, why am I out of breath? a little bit more than usual doing this walk. And I think it's something to do with the, uh, the air and how freezing cold it is here. Obviously no one else, there's one guy that just turned up to do some fishing behind me, but that's the only person I've seen so far today. So what's this issue then? Polish truckers and farmers are blockading border crossings with Ukraine. They are protesting against Ukrainian companies undercutting prices and demanding the EU introduce a permit system for Ukrainian trucks. This protest is causing significant delays at the border with a current wait time at Medieka being 91 hours. 91 hours. That is unbelievable. So this is looking like it might spread a little further because the protest is impacting Ukraine's economy or they're calling it their wartime economy and that Poland should be helping them further and that, you know, they said, there's a big long essay here, Poland should make sacrifices, Polish truckers and farmers should make sacrifices to help Ukrainian truckers and blah, blah, blah. You know, at the end of the day, as I've always said, it's up to each individual country and more specifically, each individual person, if they want to make sacrifices. Some people might not want to. They might not want to make this sacrifice that they are asking for from the Polish 
uh, people. It's up to them. So the Ukrainian Minister for Infrastructure is saying then he may exempt EU trucks from Ukraine's electronic queuing system. Surely they would have been doing that already. <laughs> you would have thought with all the stuff that the EU has been doing for Ukraine at the moment. Gosh, it is so peaceful here. Is absolutely silent. All I can hear is the birds and the water. It is beautiful. I'm so happy to be back on the island, even though it's freezing cold. And uh, I had to get the heat in, fired up at the, the house and uh, all that sort of stuff, because we're not into the main house yet where we've got all the log burners. We've just gone into the annex temporarily while we get the main house ready. But it's just, if you've ever done a big renovation, especially on a very old house, you know how long these things take and all the snags and, oh, this part is out of stock and, oh, this unit, we can't, you know, you can't get this unit and it's needed for something. It's all these things. Now, the next story then is the UAE. A headline stops dollars altogether. The UAE is shifting from the US dollar to local currencies in its oil trade, reflecting a broader move towards de-dollarization. So this is all to do with the BRICS alliance. As more countries move on to the BRICS alliance, uh, that forecast I made a, a, a long time ago now is going to come into play. So what you're going to see is that each country will begin to de-dollarize as they begin to trade oil in local currencies, commodities, uh, they may use gold, they may use contracts on the gold, things like this. So this is what we're seeing with the UAE. They're now moving over. Uh, Argentina sort of thrown a spanner in the works with the BRICS alliance at the moment. Uh, so we'll see. I wouldn't expect now the new president is in. I wouldn't expect them to continue on with the BRICS alliance. I do think he's going to move to ally with the US, as he has uh, stated. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't really think with the inflation rate in Argentina and the weakness of the peso that they're going to be able to do the BRICS alliance. The only thing they could possibly do perhaps is convert all of their pesos into gold or some other commodity, use that as a backing in order to do the alliance. I'm not really sure, but I think they're most likely to do the alliance with the US. Another big story that's just come out then is that Brazil is about to join OPEC+. Plus. This is another huge move in the oil markets. And I saw some interesting forecasts this week about $150 oil price. We'll have to see. In fact, I'm probably going to do an analysis on the oil price. Well, it'll be in tomorrow's macro video, which will be out in a couple of days on the private community, because I'm not so sure if we are going to see this $150 oil price. That would lead to a recession like we haven't seen for a long, long time. But either way, Brazil joining OPEC plus is uh, going to be very interesting for the power dynamics globally. And uh, I definitely think we're on this de-dollarization trend now. I know people keep saying that I'm wrong or whatever else, but I, I see it. I think we're on it. I think it's just going to continue on. And I think it's going to happen quite rapidly. I don't see this sort of 50-year timeline that other people are seeing or even 40 years I've heard for uh, a lot of the oil trades to move away from the US dollar. We're seeing it now. It's happening very quickly. 
and it's happened as a result of the sanctions as well and the strengthening of the alliance between BRICS. Moving on to a really interesting story then that has just come out and this is all around Alberta, Canada. Uh, I'm very surprised to hear this, I've got to say. So they are having a pushback. Uh, so Alberta's Premier Danielle Smith is doing a pushback against net zero and carbon, or more specifically, the Canadian federal government's green power initiatives. Alberta rejects the federal programs, deems them unconstitutional, and also rejects the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and Agenda 2030 in Canada. Wow. I mean, she's really just put it straight out there and holding no punches there. Alberta's government is committed to protecting Albertans from federal overreach. That is why uh, this afternoon I intend to table a resolution in the chamber under the Alberta sovereignty within a United Canada Act. If the federal government has its way, many people will be left without electricity that they can pay for on a power grid that will fall short or even fail in a typical Alberta winter or summer. We refuse to go along with this plan. These measures are not something that we want to do. They are a plan to counteract the absurd, illogical, unscientific, and unconstitutional interference in Alberta's electrical grid by a federal government that simply doesn't care what happens to our province so long as they have a good virtue signaling story to tell their leftist friends and special interests. Wow. Well, that is one way to, uh, to drop that bomb. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes with... Uh, with this case that Alberta's going against the federal government. I know we've got some Canadians online. I'd love to know your, your thoughts on that. But we are seeing a lot of pushback at the moment on the uh, net zero uh, plans and uh, decarbonization and everything else. As you know, I've looked into this. I did it two or three years ago for you and looked into it all. And I pretty much agree with a lot of things that she said there to get all the carbon down to a 90% reduction, which is their target, by the way, you'd need to just get rid of half the people on the planet. I, I just can't see any other way. <laughs> don't, don't leave a comment on that, please. We don't want this video to get lit up. The AI just crawls these videos now and looks at all the comments and everything else. <laughs> uh, these videos getting shadow banned nonstop. I'm actually, hoping that this new AI that YouTube is using is not going to cut my view count in half because that's the sort of, I guess, the warnings at the moment. That if you don't play by the rules, you're going to get your view count cut in half. And to be honest, who cares if that does happen? There's other video platforms. I would just move over. I'd let you all know where I'm moving to. And I just move over to another video platform. It's not a big deal, really. As you can see, I am very happy. I've got everything I need. No one's gonna blackmail me. And talking of these things, we just had a report out that shows that the US government was involved during the COVID era in heavy censorship. I mean, it's pretty, if you read all the reports, it's pretty crazy. And there's been court hearings and everything else. There's hearings as well as a COVID inquiry in the UK at the moment. And it's really just a whitewash. They're just, they're just doing it to say, oh, you know, as I said they would, there's gonna be four guys, four gals. Oh, this person should have done more. This person should have done more. When they're really glazing over, you know, the most important things 
around it. And it's amazing to me, they're not actually looking into the vaccines and the vaccine companies and all the, the scams and all the money and all the lost money and funds. They're not looking at the effectiveness. They're not looking at what happened with countries that followed herd immunity and everything else. Are they gonna look at any of this stuff? No, of course not. That's why these inquiries are, to me, just pointless. I don't, even, I don't even watch them because I know that they're not gonna actually provide any useful information. But another interesting one that's just come out in the last day or so, uh, Walt Disney has admitted that they went broke due to going woke. And this really is via their SEC filing where they talk about the failures and what they think is the reason that their stock price and why the company has been really struggling. But they're still missing a lot of the key points here. They admit to misalignment with public taste, so that's correct, specifically in entertainment, travel and consumer products. Despite an increase in overall revenue, the company had to cut content spending and lay off employees, highlighting the challenges in consistently creating content that aligns with changing consumer preferences. Well, no, that's not quite correct. What they did was they, they they weren't matching the expectation of the changing environment. They were pushing content to change the environment. You see, there's a big difference. If something, you know, you think about what happened after World War I, where you had, it was pretty much serfdom in, in, in one way or another. I know people got paid, but you look at how things were, the, you know, you had people that worked the farms or they all worked in the big houses, things like that. And then afterwards, it wasn't the same thing. People went to get jobs in the cities and, and, and things like that. So that is an example of when things naturally happen as a result of a, of a change. But what's actually happened with Walt Disney is they were pushing for agendas and pushing for change. So it's not exactly as they're saying. And Elon Musk is in hot water again. Uh, pretty, pretty, he got pretty, I guess, heated up, fired up on an interview where those all CEOs in the, in the audience and he called out Bob Igar big time as well as a lot of the other big company CEOs. He actually said to Bob Igar, F you. Yes, and I'm using the polite way uh, because he's saying they've blackmailed him and that previously Twitter had all this funding and advertisers and now all this stuff that's happening, he's saying it's just a witch hunt against him and they're all pulling their funding because now it's going to bankrupt the company. And he said it will bankrupt the company without the advertisers spending money. They, uh, he said they're going to go bankrupt. Okay, and then let's finish with one crazy story, as if they haven't been crazy enough. Here's a wild one. NHS gender identity of newborn babies. The NHS's new IT system costs $450 million, is criticised for recording only the gender identity of newborn and not their biological sex. This has sparked public outrage and objections from midwives and women's rights activists. Midwives are concerned about being compelled to use inclusive terminology, which they don't agree with. The NHS said that this change was 
an error and this was actually due to uh, I guess they copied a system or they borrowed a system from the USA and they said that this was based on the USA system where they don't use sex at birth they use a gender identity instead I'd not heard that before so if you're a nurse or midwife in the US please drop a comment below because I would be very interested to know if that is the case that babies are no longer born and registered with a sex they're given a gender identity based on the parents wishes that would be absolutely outrageous that would be crazy but all right we're going to wrap up here so we look at this beautiful lake behind this has been a lovely walk today i hope you enjoyed it as well and other than that take care god bless you god bless your family and i will see you next week i'm not sure which day i'm still trying to unpack the new house and uh, get everything ready so hope you enjoyed today's walk and talk i'm going to go and warm up now take care